This week, let's talk about keeping things simple in a complicated world. It's just me and the mic, and this is episode 276 of the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This podcast is all about keeping marketing simple and all things finance. I'm Roger Edwards, a professional speaker and consultant from Edinburgh. Talk to me if you want to cut the complexity and the BS from your marketing strategy. Hello and welcome to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thank you, as always, for downloading or streaming the show. I really do appreciate you taking the time to plugging me and my guests into your earphones. Now, before we get into the subject of simplicity, I'd just like to let you know of a way that you can support the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Now, the show is free to listen to, of course, and I would very rarely, if ever, take on sponsorship because I really don't want to subject you to those annoying ads that interrupt you when you'd rather be listening to the content. If you want to support the show, if you enjoy listening to the Marketing and Finance podcast, please do consider buying my book. It's called Cats, Mats and Marketing Plans. It's aimed at small businesses who maybe don't have dedicated marketing departments where where maybe somebody who doesn't have a background in marketing finds themselves doing the marketing. And it helps you put together a simple marketing strategy and then helps you to keep things simple as your business grows. It's available on Amazon as a Kindle edition or as a paperback. And if you'd like to find out more about Cats, Mats and Marketing Plans, please visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash book. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash book. Okay, let's talk about simplicity. Oh, we live in such a complicated world, don't we? It seems to me that sometimes the forms we have to fill in, the application processes we have to go through, the products that we want to buy are often just so complicated or the processes that surround them are really complicated. And I was prompted to record this episode of the Marketing and Finance podcast because I was recently applying simply to have something delivered to the house. And, you know, there are some companies out there that do things really well, like Amazon. You know, a lot of people criticize Amazon, but they do get things delivered. But this particular process seemed to have so many boxes to tick and forms to fill in. It just took ages. It was annoying. I wasn't being engaged by the website and I just got frustrated. Isn't it amazing how things can be so complicated in a world where we have so much technology which should allow us to make things simpler? And it just reminded me, it's the age-old adage, creating something simple is really difficult. And that's why so many things are complicated. Because companies don't put the effort in to making things simple. It's easier just to let the complexity rule the day. But here's the thing, people prefer simplicity. It's more engaging and it's less confusing. And if something is engaging and less confusing, then people are much more likely to consider buying it. So my challenge for you today is for you to think about your products, your services, the processes that surround your products and services, and think, is there anything that I can do to make these products and services and the processes that surround them simpler, more engaging for the customer, less confusing for the customer? And I've got a couple of examples that have caught my attention over the last week. 
One from pop culture and one from the new. Let's have a look at the pop culture example first. This week saw the return to our screens of Australian MasterChef. Now, I don't know whether you watch Australian MasterChef, but personally, I find it much more engaging, much more entertaining and much more motivating than the UK equivalent. My wife and I have been watching Australian MasterChef now for over a decade. It lasts for three months and it's on every night. And it's a little bit more like a cross between The Apprentice and the UK version of MasterChef. So there's a lot of cooking, obviously, but they start with 24 people and they eliminate one or two people each week over the course of three months. And there are all sorts of different tasks, food tasks that they have to go through. And it's very uplifting, very motivating, and quite often there are tears of joy and tears of sadness as a result of watching this programme. And what caught my attention this week in the first episode, in the first couple of episodes, was a contestant called Winona. Now, this is the only the second person in the entire world that I've ever heard have the name Winona after Winona Ryder, the actress, of course. Now, in the MasterChef kitchen, they are given access to a gigantic pantry full of stuff, full of fresh ingredients, full of meats, full of fruit, veg, every spice you can think of, nuts. Absolutely, it's almost like a supermarket in the studio. But this lady, Winona, cooked her dish with only four ingredients. Loin of pork, sage leaves, she made mash out of potatoes and she used rosemary to create a rosemary jus. And guess what? She qualified for the main set of contestants going forward by cooking that incredibly simple dish. And that's what the judges said. This is absolute simplicity. And when it's absolute simplicity, there's nowhere to hide. It has to be absolutely about the flavour, the flavour of the dish. And by focusing on only four ingredients, you can't hide behind 10 or 20 ingredients. Those four ingredients have to absolutely stand out and sing. And that's why she won. And then the next day, in the next stage of the competition, she did it again. This time it was a dessert. She created ice cream, a salt bush tweel with cherries and granita. And that was it. And once again, the judges were absolutely raving about how simple, but how absolutely delicious this particular dish was. And of course, she won the coveted immunity pin, which will help her in the course of the competition. I love this example because it really does apply to the products that we offer to our customers and our clients. What this person did, what Winona did, was she focused on the flavour. That's the benefit of her dish. One of the problems of complexity is that it makes us focus more on features. In fact, later in the show, we'll talk about feature creep and how that's a consequence of complexity. And we know that customers don't buy features, they buy benefits. Here she focused on the benefit, the flavour, rather than masses and masses of ingredients, i.e. features. So just think about that. How can we simplify our products down and focus absolutely on the key benefits that they give to our customers? The second example came from the news. The UK government looking at the COVID travel restrictions. Now, there was a bit of furore earlier in the week in that the government was going to introduce a new level to the travel restrictions, and this was going to be called the Amber Watch List. Now, this sounded really quite complicated and, and difficult to understand, and in the end, the government 
seem to have done a U-turn, so there isn't going to be an amber watch list. But here's an example of taking something that's relatively simple and piling complexity onto it to a point where nobody can actually understand it, and therefore nobody can actually trust it. Now, the idea of using traffic lights to signify the level of risk is a really simple one. Everybody understands red, amber, and green. We know the sequence of the traffic lights. We know what the colours stand for. Therefore, it was a perfectly legitimate and very simple signalling mechanism to use to help people decide whether they were going to travel to a specific country. But then what did the government do? They started introducing subcategories. First of all, there was this Amber Plus. And then there was this talk of the Amber Watch List, which was in addition to the Amber Plus. So we've gone from something simple, red, amber, green, to red, amber, amber plus, amber watch list and green. See how it starts to get confusing. And then when you start taking countries and taking them out of the amber plus and putting them into amber or taking them out of green and putting them into amber plus, you can see how it gets confusing very quickly. And when it gets confusing, people start to distrust the system. No wonder the government was forced into a U-turn over adding this amber watch list. It was just taking it too far. But if you think about it, we see this sort of thing happening with product developments and marketing. A company will introduce a product, and that product might be really simple. It might be really successful. But what happens? A competitor comes along, and they'll probably tweak one of the features a little bit. Or indeed, they may add another couple of features on so that they can then say, we're actually better than company A. Our version of the product has got more features. So what does company A do? Rather than face losing market share to the new version from company B, they'll take the features of company B, add them to their own product, and maybe they'll try to leapfrog it by adding even more features so that they can then say, well, we've added more features, so now we're better than company B. And before you know it, this sort of feature creep, as I call it, this feature leapfrogging just turns the product into something complicated. It becomes less engaging for the customer because what the company have done is they've lost sight of the original benefit. Remember back to Winona's food, the flavour. They've lost sight of the benefit and now they're focusing on features. And we know people don't buy features, they buy benefits. So the danger is we take something which was simple and easy to understand and we pile some features onto it, make it about features, not benefits, and we make it complicated in the process. Less engaging for the customer, less likely that they will buy it. I really like those two examples. We're known as simple cookery and the red, amber, green COVID travel restriction. It really does focus your thinking around simplicity. So going back to my earlier challenge, how can you look at your products and services and cut back? Are there any features which are just there purely to enable you to say that we beat the competition? Could you remove those extra features and make your product more engaging and simple? What about the language that surrounds your product and service? Is it full of complicated language, passive language, bloated sentences, big paragraphs? Can you cut a lot of that bloat out and make it much more simple to understand and therefore much more engaging? Have a look at your products and services and think, do we talk more about the features or do we focus on the benefits? If you find that the majority of your marketing material and your messaging talks about the features, then maybe it's time to sit back, think about Amber Plus, Amber Watchlist, and how much of a confusing cock-up that was. And just think, how can we 
simplify and refocus on the benefits of our products and services because benefits are so much more engaging. Now, I did say at the beginning, simple is difficult and that's why so many things are complicated. But it's really worth putting the work in to make things simple because as I've said, people love simple. Simple's more engaging, less confusing and much more likely to generate a purchase. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little canter through simplicity versus complexity. If you've got any examples of how you've done this in your business, I'd really like it if you'd share them with me. So look me up on Twitter. It's Roger underscore Edwards. Just tell me about examples where you've managed to cut the complexity and focus on the simplicity, where you've maybe moved away from talking about features to focusing on benefits. I'd really like to shout out a few examples on the show over the weeks to come. So thanks so much for listening to the Marketing and Finance podcast. And until the next episode, remember, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance podcast. If you need help with your marketing, please get in touch at rogeredwards.co.uk. I'd love to work with you. In the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business.